Well, last season, this man kicked one of the goals of the year when it mattered most in the grand final. He's a big part of a Brisbane Lions list whose levels of talent have become the envy of much of the competition. And obviously, Brisbane are looking to go one better this year. Zach Bailey is the man I refer to. Zach, great to have you back on SEN. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, I was mindful of your tea time this morning. You got a round of golf about to begin, haven't you? So we needed to fit you in a bit earlier. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, I've got a tea time pretty soon. I think me, Richie... Uh, Zorks and Rannig are going for a hit. Stroke round, so it's uh, going to be challenging. Now, um, from what I hear, you don't want to miss. If anyone's going to miss, we don't want it to be you because are you claiming to be the best on the list at the moment when it comes to the sticks? <laughs> uh, no, nah, there's, there's a few few good uh, golfers. Definitely uh, number one for time, uh, hours put into my game, but uh, there's uh, a few others that are a little bit ahead of me at the moment. All right, well, let's talk numbers then. What are you hitting them off? What's the handicap? Yeah. Uh, I'm down to uh, down to ten at the moment. Single, I've got to bet with one of our physios if I can get to uh, single figures before round two, he'll buy me a head cover. So right. that's the goal at the moment. No, I like it. Well, from what I've heard anyway over time is that you've come a long way because I know, I know you're a gamer back in the day. I mean, uh, have you have you put the the Xbox or the PlayStation away now? Is that just gathering dust? <laughs> Who's your source? <laughs> Who's your source at the club? Wow, I just uh, heard you might have used to nod off in the odd team meeting from time to time after a big night on the <laughs> on the controller. Yeah, yeah. No, I've put the controller down. I've retired that. Uh, it got got put down a while ago, and uh, I think ever since I started sort of playing golf, that's taken up all my time. And I mean, it's a pretty hard sport, so all my time sort of going into getting better at that. So. Yep. Oh, and, and footy as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and footy, yeah, that's important. Hey, just on the off-season, I know you would have played a bit of golf. looked like an amazing trip over to the Europe and uh, and the US. And who knew, from what I could see anyway, that you had a natural talent when it comes to clay shooting? Yeah, yeah, I uh, I do have a, a natural ability there. I think it was good that uh, someone got my two shots where I actually hit something. But, I mean, there were a fair few shots before that probably missed the target, so... I liked it. I like you didn't miss the target in the grand final. I mentioned that goal. Now it was amazing. But how filthy are you that the goal of the year actually doesn't take in the final series? And have you had a word to young Will Ashcroft, who obviously snared the medal in the ten k, that yours might have been superior? Wait, sorry, what was that? The what goal? The goal that you kicked in the grand final was amazing. Yeah. How filthy are you that that isn't factored into goal of the year calculations? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I'm not too filthy. I. I Probably don't think mine would have beaten Will Ashcroft. Will Ashcroft was a pretty good goal. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, they, they don't kick those uh, from that spot that often. So no, that uh, was a... yeah, I probably was. <laughs> I reckon it was in the conversation. Now, just uh, one more on the grand final because I know we're closer to this season than we are last season, of course. And I only ask you this because I'm not sure if I've heard or seen you speak about it before, but. Look, we can all be hindsight heroes in moments like this. It was a really contentious moment late in the game that involved you. Of course, it was the advantage that was, well, given in theory, but wasn't heard in practice, I don't think. And you were the man that had the ball when the whistle was was blown. I'm not sure how you were supposed to have heard it. It was after uh, a locking ear was obviously legged. I think you were four points down with a minute left. Can you take us yeah. through that moment and, and how vivid it is in your mind and your recollections of it? Uh, to, to be completely honest, I didn't actually know that a free kick had been given until yeah. I checked my social media after the game. Uh, I, nothing, I didn't hear anything out there. And I, it's pretty understandable. I think with how, like at that stage of the game, the crowd was pretty loud. So um, I, I wish I did hear it because I probably would have stopped, but um, yeah, I mean, 
as you said, there's probably nothing, well, there is nothing we can do now and it's a new season, so sort of just focused on this year. But yeah, that I've, that's my recollection. Recollect, let me repeat that, recollection of that moment. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, social media though, geez, you're right. It lit up like an absolute Christmas tree yeah. afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had, a, I had a few people telling me uh, that, that it was a free kick, so. Yeah, and how loud yeah. was it? At, I mean, I can't even imagine. It was loud all game from memory, but the the last minute, I mean, you wouldn't have been able to hear a thing, would you? No, it was, yeah, as I said, the, I mean, in that, especially that time period of the game, mm. the, the crowd was just so loud and um, it was so hot and, yeah, I couldn't hear anything and especially the umpire's whistle and, yeah, just, I don't know. I, I didn't hear anything, so there's not much I can do about it. Pretty slick performance last night against Gold Coast from uh, you and your teammates, Zach. How'd you, how'd you pull up from that, uh, well, first proper, I know it's an unofficial game, but first proper hit out against opposition? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Uh, yeah, it was a good hit out. I think the boys are sort of sick of versing each other, and it was good to get out there and um, verse, verse some other opposition that sort of didn't know what we were doing. And uh, yeah, I think. I think it was a really good hit out for us. How do you guys as players approach these sort of games? I guess, as I said, particularly for the so-called unofficial unofficial scratch matches, because the fans, you know, if, if their team gets rolled, Zach, it's, oh, the boys weren't trying. And if they win, then they make a mountain out of it. So what's the mindset for you guys as players in terms of the result, if you like? Yeah, well, you want, yeah, you want to win these games. It sort of sets up your season a little bit, I know. I know that we're not playing for points or anything, but you can get a little bit of momentum, I guess, heading into round one, which is always good. And I think for us, we've spent the whole uh, pre-season trying to learn learn a couple of new strikes or a, or a couple of new things that you want to implement. So I think it's a really good opportunity to try those things in that game. And uh, yeah, as I said, the mindset isn't to go out there and, and lose. You want, you want to go out there and win and, and set your season up. And from what you guys have been working on and looking to implement, what did you take out of it? Obviously, Charlie Cameron's picked up where he's left off. Cam Rayner through the middle. Um, looks like he caught the eye and several others as well. Yeah, yeah. There were a few guys that went really well. Um, even Eric Hipwood, just for a big man. A couple of times he was, he was outnumbered and just being able to get the ball to ground and, and give Arsenal's a contest it was really good. And then we're trying to this uh, pre-season, trying to get a little bit more speed on the ball and um, I think we tried to do that. It, it was it was pretty slippery in the second half. The first half of the drive, but the second half was pretty slippery. So at times it was sort of hard to do that. But um, yeah, as I said, it was it's just a good opportunity to, to try a couple of new things. Yeah, footy in Queensland. What's it been like over summer? Obviously, Damien Harwick's appointment. I'm not sure how much that has changed the landscape or the coverage of the game in your part of the world. Zach, what's it been like having, you know, the Suns who have been down for so long, you know, seemingly... Um, and I'm south of the border, obviously, but have a lot of hype about them. Yeah, no, it's good. I think, um, well, the the better both the AFL sides get, the more um, interest there's going to be in the game. And I think I, I remember when I first got up here, we'd go out to the communities and, and do footy clinics and that, and no one hardly knew what AFL was. And uh, now you're doing that and you've got, you've got a few in in the groups that actually know about it and um, we get, well, we're getting more people to the game. I'm sure the Gold Coast are and um, I think it's just good for um, footy in Queensland. Speaking of Brisbane Lions star Zach Bailey, so Zach, after that agonising defeat in the grand final, I guess that can be 
deflating or it can throw a few more logs on the motivation fire? Was it the the first and then the latter, or has it always been one where you just can't wait to get back there? Ideally, yeah, it, it can be def- it can be deflating. I think I think our group's been pretty good. We've come back and um, we're sort of ready to get stuck into the new into the new season. Uh, we we reviewed that grand final at the end of last year and we sort of said it in that review that we'll watch this, we'll review it enough that we're done, we're, we're moving on to the next year and um, I think we've come back this pre-season everyone's ready to go again and excited about the new season. And obviously you're well aware with the work that it takes to get there. Like, is there a risk rewinding all the way to step one as you've had to do now that it can be a bit overwhelming, you know, on the eve of round one or how do you break it down step by step, which obviously you have to do? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, as as I said before, we've we're trying to implement a, new, a couple of new things. I think over the last three or four years, um, we've sort sort of had a taste of that we've been able to um, put ourselves back in in mm. finals contention, but we just haven't been able to make an impact there. Um, and so we've started, we've done the exact same thing for the last three or four years. And I think last year was good because we sort of proved to ourselves that we can get there and we know what it takes. And I think we'll be better off for that experience playing in the grand final and experiencing all that. Um, and yeah, hopefully, I mean, it's, it's had, the season hasn't even started, but hopefully we're back in that position um, come the end of the year. And your role specific, specifically, Zach, I mean, I'm not sure if I referred to you as a forward mid or you're a hybrid forward. I mean, is it the same as last year? Is that going to evolve or uh, status quo? Yeah, I, I think it'll, it'll stay the same. I, I want to try and spend a little bit more time playing uh, inside, but, I really enjoyed the the role that I've been playing as that that forward mid. Um, I think it just allows me to sort of get around the ball a little bit more and then get up forward and and use my strength and and kick some goals as well. So um, hopefully, yeah, continue to play the same role. And you're obviously going to do a lot of flying this year as a team. We know that as a a, a side based out of Queensland. How's your relationship with the coach, uh, Chris Fagan? Because from what I've also been told here, uh, Zach, that you and Fags are pretty tight especially when it comes to sort of departure times and some of the, the lounge access areas of the airport. is um, Are you his pet there? Or? <laughs> Your sauce is good. <laughs> yeah, the, the other day we were uh, coming back from Melbourne and oh, there were a bunch of us boys in the airport, but we were just sitting in the Virgin Lounge. And anyway, we get a phone call and hear that Fags was uh, sitting in the, I don't even know what the lounge is called, but it was definitely the exclusive lounge uh, and could only get a single person in and, uh, out of all five of us, I think uh, his favourite was Josh Dunkley because he ended up getting him in in the end. I like it, mate. I like it. You've deferred very nicely there. It's a bit different to the version <laughs> I got told. Hey, um, love love speaking to you, mate. Good luck today on the course and obviously the reason you're joining us for the footy season to come. Love the way you play the game and all the very best in 2024. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Zach Bailey joining us uh, there and Collingwood supporters. You never disappoint. Great goals, that kick. Should never have been allowed, though. He was in the protected area when he tackled Mason Cox. Should have been a 50-metre penalty. Alex, you're right, Big Al. Uh, you're pointing out here in the concussion discussions, don't forget Daniel Venables had to give the game away. Indeed, he did. And so many others too. The McCafe menu today. Adam Collins going to join us to talk some cricket out at 10 o'clock. Jared Waitley, can you believe it, has done a pre-record with Triple H and Rhea Ripley. Miles Fitzner as well. Mavs assistant, Nicole Richardson. Thanks to McCafe.